So go to Proverbs 24. Amazing how a little intimidation helps. All right. Proverbs 24, verse 30. All right. He says, I passed by the field of the sluggard. Now, we keep using this word sluggard. When you get an image of this slugger, slugger guy, what do you think of? What do you guys think of? A sluggard. Lazy person. Laid around, gets up, noon, okay, doesn't get dressed, doesn't make his bed, sits around, maybe go downstairs, have, fixes a bowl of cereal, he eats it, doesn't put it in the dishwasher, leaves it sitting on the table for his mom, okay, goes, grabs the TV remote, and sits and flips it. No, what are you going to say? Slobber a baby? Okay. So is a is a baby gonna get a lot of work done? No. No. Isn't gonna get anything done. Okay. Um, so when you think uh, I don't think I want to go there. Okay. So all right. So let's let's look at uh, verse thirty again. He says, I passed by the field of the sluggard, the lazy guy, the guy who lays around, who's not very energetic, who's not doing his work. And by the vineyard of the man lacking sense. So it's the same guy. So if you're sluggard, okay, lazy, Scripture also says that you're lacking sense. And behold, it was completely overgrown with thistles. What's it look like to you? When you're looking at this field, you guys have all been out in the country, driving down the road, you're looking at a, a field, and you drive by, a, driving down the highway, and over here is a beautiful field of corn, okay? It's all grown up. It's got the tassels on top of it. So you know what I'm looking, you know what I'm seeing? You know what you're seeing? All right. But on the other side of the road, this other guy's got this field. It's all overgrown with thistles. Now what's it look like? What are you seeing? Isn't thistles like another word for thorns? Thorns, thistles. So what what's 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 this field look like? Is this something you wanna you wanna send a combine through and gather up and and put in a barn and and, and eat later or feed to your horses? No, okay. It's just overgrown. It's a mess, all right? It's, it's, it's not, nothing productive going on there, all right? So he says it's, um, it's overgrown with thistles. Its surface is covered with, with nettles, so all the, the leaves and the pine needles and the, the stuff is all falling on the ground. You, it's, it's, it's just been like that. It it's, looks like nobody's taking care of it. Its stone wall was broken down. So why, why would you put a wall around a field? Well, or she could probably always climb the wall. Okay. Okay. Right. Okay. Well, it's just a stone wall. It's just a, a border. Okay. So 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 people know it's yours. Okay. Um, so that uh, people just don't run in with a wagon load of stuff and. And grab it, okay? But it's all broken down. The animals can't get to it, okay? So this wall is all broken down. The, so it's been a while, right? Walls don't break down overnight, all right? It's stone, big stone wall around your uh, farm. It's all these stones laid up and stacked up. That just doesn't fall over overnight. So here's a picture of something that has not been taken care of for a long time. What's your room look like? If you haven't taken care of it in a while, like a tornado went through it. Like a tornado went through it, okay. 
All right. Is it, is it just a mess? You're stepping over everything. All right. There's stuff all over the place. How many got, you got? You got paper plates of stuff that you brought up from the kitchen, or you got a plate sitting there. How many glasses do you got sitting in your room? Okay. If you haven't, if you haven't picked up or taken care of your room, it's a mess, right? And what are you going to hear? Who are you going to hear about that from? Mom. Mom. Maybe your dad will get sent up. Okay. That's when heavy job guys get done. When dad, when dad gets sent up, you know you're in trouble. All right. Okay. So, um, so think of this. This field has not been taken care of in a long time. All right. So okay. So verse verse 32. And when I saw, I reflected upon it, and I looked and received instruction. So this is what this guy learns as he's looking at this field. So obviously he knows the guy who owns the field, all right? He says a little sleep, a little slumber, a little folding of the hands to rest. Then your poverty will come like a robber and your want like an armed man, all right? So what's, what's, he, what's he saying about the guy who owns the field? What, was, was, how's he describing in verse 33? He's lazy, all right? Does he want to get out of bed in the morning? Nope. No, he says a little sleep, a little slumber, a little folding of the hands to rest, you know. Um, if you've had a hard day at work, all right, let's say, let's say you're pouring concrete, right, Adam? It's been a busy day. You know what time Mrs. Graff and I got done Thursday night, Friday night? 11 o'clock. 11 o'clock, we finally put the last tool away and walked in the house. We used to, Adam, Adam come over to the house and was helping pour concrete. Um, that was Friday, wasn't it? Yeah. Friday, at 3.30 in the afternoon. He there at three, concrete showed up at 3.30. Mrs. Graff and I didn't finish till 11 o'clock that night. So you've had a hard night, all right? Um, you might, might sleep in a little bit the next day, okay? That's one time. Are you going to sleep in the next day, and the next day, and the next day, and the next day? All right. This is this is a, this is a guy whose whose habit is not to get up and not to take care of business. All right. If you never cleaned your room, what would eventually happen? What? Okay. What else would happen in your room? Bugs. Huh? Have you not heard that from your mom and dad? Yeah. Oh my God. Oh my gosh, if, if I told my son Samuel once, I've told him a thousand times, if we get roaches, I'm going to shoot you. Oh. I'm just going to shoot you, you know, uh, you know, because he's, 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 that's his bad, one of his bad habits. Yeah, no. You don't know where to find things. You don't, absolutely, you don't know where to find things. So if you just come in and you, and you drop your books or you drop your clothes on the floor, how many, how many of you guys have just taken off your clothes and let them fall on the floor? Come on, come on, just none of you guys, come on, man. Are you serious? You all, you always take your clothes off and put them in the, in the, in the hamper? Or, or if I like to use the word, huh? I, or a pile. I, I like to use the word clerty. Hey, how many, how many guys know what the word clerty means? Clerty, that means I've only worn my jeans once. And I can still wear them. I can still wear them again. They're not dirty. They're not clean. They're clerty. All right. So, so I put my. But if you just drop them on the floor, and then you drop your dirty, sweaty T-shirt on top of it, or you drop your, 
your underwear on top of it, okay? Everything gets gross, all right? So then are your, are your, are your blue jeans, how do you know if, if a shirt's clean? If, if it's all laying on the floor, how are you gonna find out if your shirt's clean? There you go, all right? How gross is that, all right? All right? So, so if you don't take care of stuff, you're, get, you're getting dressed to go to church. You gotta go to church, all right? Or you got, you got a date on Friday night. Okay, all right, all right, okay, all right. And you're, you're gonna put, are you just gonna go out with the guys? Or are you just gonna go out with the girls? But you, but you wanna look nice, right? So you go to your closet and all, all that's in your closet is, is empty hangers and that one ugly dress or that one ugly shirt that you just, there's no way I'm wearing that, okay? So you look around your room and everything's on the floor. That doesn't good. That's not productive, all right? Especially if you put your clothes on and you stink when you go out that night, all right? So being lazy causes all sorts of problems down the road, okay? Today is one thing, okay? I'll tell you what, we'll just hold on to that a minute, okay? Okay, turn to Proverbs 20. This, hopefully we'll get this all to make sense. Okay, oh, laugh. Hopefully, right? Okay, look at uh, Proverbs 20, verse 4. Proverbs chapter 20, verse 4. It says, The sluggard does not plow after the autumn, so he begs during the harvest and has nothing. If you don't plow a field, what can't you do? Can't plant, exactly, okay? If you can't plant, what can't you do? You can't harvest, okay? If you can't harvest, what can't you do? Eat, sell it, or buy food, okay? So you have to do the hard work out front, right? Which is plowing, all right? Now it isn't like nowadays when you drive down Highway 44 or out 50 or something, you see a guy in the field and he's got what in the field, plowing the field, what's he using? Big old tractor. I mean, these tractors are huge nowadays. Got double set of tires on the back. They're like taller than me. Okay, the guy's riding in the cab and it's air conditioned. All right, he's probably got the stereo cranked up. All right, so that's the way it is nowadays. What did they plow a field with back then? Hand. Well, yes. If you're really poor, you plowed it by hand. We, wait, 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 wait a minute. If you plowed it by hand, what'd you have to use? Uh, 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 yeah. A side. No, that's what you harvest with. Sickle. No, that's what you harvest with. A what? A hoe. A hoe. All right. What's a what's a? <laughs> don't go there. All right. What what what's a what's a hoe look like? It looks like like mini little threads, except the blade's not very curved. Yeah, it's bent. It's bent like this. Yeah, it's about this wide. All right, and you got to you got to stick it in the ground and pull it. Stick it in the ground and pull it. Stick it. So you're making a little little furrow in the in the ground. All right. So. If, if, you, if you're really poor and you got to use a hand tool, what is that? That's nothing but work, right? You're out there, your hands are probably blistered, or of course you're probably doing it all the time, so you're probably real thickly callous. You're wore out. If, if you're not doing it by hand, what were you using back then? No. Horses, well, horses, rich, peop, rich people had horses, all right? So maybe if you're a rich guy, you had some horses. What? Ox, all right, what's an ox? Cow. Funny looking cow? Yeah, funny looking cow, all right. Ox is more, more of a, a brutish animal, um, 
You know, they're made for pulling wagons, pulling uh, the, the big plow that pulls. So, so you got this thing all strapped into a plow. You guys have seen the old movies, right? Where people have plowed fields. Yeah. Well, okay, so you see, that's what's going on, right? Is that, is that an easy job? No. no, it's not an easy job. But if you don't do it, what doesn't happen? Huh? You don't have food, all right? If you don't do the hard work out front, you don't get to eat. If a farmer doesn't do the hard work and plow the field up and take time to plant the seed, he doesn't eat, all right? Just like, just like, what, what in your life do you know if you don't do, you don't get the benefit, a benefit later? Something, it's easy, it's easy. School, what about school if you don't do what? Maybe, you may, probably won't get a good job. If you don't do your homework, what aren't you gonna? You're not gonna pass, you're gonna, you're gonna flunk your course, all right? If you flunk your course, if you flunk enough courses, what do you flunk? You're great, all right? So you'll be 36 and in fifth grade, okay? You know, so, what? Okay, if, how many guys have designated chores at the house? That is your job. Okay, give me some, somebody tell me what their chore is. What? Dishes. Dishes, all right, okay, dishes. All right, hang on, just I, I, I side question. Guys, do you guys have to do dishes? Okay, all right, good, good, you should, you good. You absolutely should, all right? Okay, because one day you might be living by yourself and you need to know how to clean your dishes, all right? Absolutely, all right. Dishes, what else you guys do? What? Laundry? Do you, you do your own laundry? Okay, I do my own laundry. Mrs. Graff doesn't do, doesn't do my laundry. I do my laundry. I iron my own shirts. I ironed this shirt this morning. Okay, all right. Um, what else? You mow the grass? Cool, all right. Does that mean use the mower and the weed whacker and all that stuff? Just the mower? Oh, you use a zero turn. Oh, that's cool, all right. Okay, what do you got? Take out the trash. How many guys take out the trash? All right. Do you do you have a, do you have sisters that have to take out the trash? Yep. Yeah, they should. They should take out the trash. Girls should take out the trash once in a while. Sir, they make most of it, but you know that's a whole other story. Okay. <laughs> what? <laughs> what? What? Mopping. Mopping. So mop. Do you mop the kitchen floor? The first floor. The first floor. The whole first floor. Okay. Cool. All right. What do you do? Okay. Is is there schedule posted? No. Yeah. You, know, you just you just know. Okay. And if the person did it before you didn't do a good job, what do you get stuck with? Stuck with bad work. Yeah. Yeah. So if somebody doesn't isn't carrying their weight, it's a pain for you, right? Yeah. Okay. What? Dishes. Okay. Yeah. You, sh you should negotiate for more wages. That's a lot. Okay. All right. So, so, do, so does anybody have, are there repercussions in your house if you don't do your chores? Seriously, come on. Are there any repercussions? Like what? Not getting paid. Not getting paid? Okay. 
Do you get a, so you get an allowance? You get an allowance? Okay. Is your is is your allowance to hang on a minute. Hang, hey, hey, hang on a minute. Okay. So is your allowance determined by whether you do your chores or not? Yes. Okay. So if you don't do your chores, you don't get your allowance. Okay. Okay. All right. What else? What else? What other repercussions? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Is so who's who's it harder to get a disappointing look from? Your mom or your dad? Yeah. Probably dad. Yeah. 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 Mom. Okay. Okay. Any other? Anybody else get in trouble for not doing their chores? Yeah. What? The allowance. How does anybody ever get grounded? Yeah. Like, yes. Okay. Can't go out. Okay. So if it's Saturday night and you want to go out and hang out with your buddies, but you haven't cleaned your room, taken out the trash, what are the odds of going out? Zero. Zero. Slim to none. Okay. Okay. All right. So. You have to do, if you want pleasure in life, if you want to do, enjoy the good things in life, you have to do the hard things, things as well, all right? And if you, you lay in bed, and, and I love this one, I'm up, I'm up. Don't look up to me, but I'm up. I'll get it, I'll get it. Now it's, now it's going on 12 o'clock, 1 o'clock, next thing you know, it's 5 o'clock in the evening, and chores still aren't done. Well, how did that happen? Did that happen by, I'm definitely gonna plan not doing anything today so that when it comes time to go out, I get in trouble and I can't go out. No, that's, I can't imagine anybody laying in bed and thinking that way. But what happens is you say, just five more minutes. If I just, just give me a few more minutes. I'm just gonna lay here and relax a few more minutes, all right? It's same, same as this, you gotta, you got a paper due on Friday. It's Monday, all right? What do you tell yourself Monday when you get home from school? I'm gonna do it on Friday. I'm gonna do it on Friday. Well, it's due Friday, so you're really late, okay? So you come home Monday, get home from school. You've had a hard day at school, all right? Been tough, you're, okay? So you get home, you got a pay, big, long, you got six-page essay due, all right? Okay? So you tell yourself Monday night, I'll get it tomorrow. You tell yourself Tuesday night, I'll get it tomorrow. Wednesday night, you've got youth group. Wednesday night, I got youth group. So I, I can't do it now, okay? I got youth group. I got to go to church because that's what I should do, right? I got to go to church. You come home thir Thursday, you now have a paper due tomorrow morning. Now, how did that happen? Did that happen all at once? No, it was all these little decisions that you made along the way that stack up to give you a bad result, all right? You leave one plate laying in your room, then it's two plates, then it's three plates, then it's four plates. Now you know, now there's no plates in the, in the kitchen for anybody else to use and you got everything up in your room and everything's messy and it's a mess and, it, and you got it, you've got clothes laying all over the place. That didn't happen in one day. Okay, that happened by all these small decisions that you make that, that set you up for that, okay? It's the same way. Uh, if, if you wanna be successful, it's all small little good things that you do. All right, um, Noah. I just sat down. I've been busy all day. I've been running around. I've had been in school all day. 
I've, I was out goofing around. Mom, I, I just sat down. Okay. How long, is it, how long does that work, Noah? What? How long do you get away with that? Never. Never. <laughs> Never. Okay. So there's, there's two magic words here that, that are in place. God bless you. Okay. Two magic words. Later and tomorrow. What's one thing that you hope for, you dread, you plan for, you don't plan for, but never shows up? Never comes. You're waiting for it. You're thinking about it. You're planning for it, but it never gets here. Tomorrow. Tomorrow never shows up. All right. Tomorrow's never here. Why is that? Because tomorrow instantly becomes today. Tomorrow's still tomorrow. Okay. Tomorrow never gets here. All right. So. Look at, uh, look at Matthew. Let's turn to God. Let's hear something our Lord's got to say. All right. Turn to Matthew. Matthew chapter 6. We'll start in verse 25. Chapter 6, verse 25. Gospel of Matthew. All right. It says, for this reason, this is our Lord speaking. He says, for this reason I say to you, do not be anxious for your life as to what you shall eat or what you shall drink, nor for your body as to what you shall put on. Is not life more than food and the body more than clothing? Look at the birds of the air. They do not sow, neither do they reap, nor do they gather into barns. Yet your heavenly Father feeds them. Are you not worth much more than they? And which of you, being anxious, can add a single cubic or a single inch to, to lifespan? And why are you anxious about clothing? Observe the lilies of the field. They grow, but they do not toil, they do not spend. spin. Excuse me. Yet I say to you that even Solomon in all his glory did not clothe himself like one of these. But if God so arrays the grass of the field, which is alive today, and tomorrow is thrown into furnace, will he not much more do, do so for you, O men of little faith? Do not be anxious then, saying, What shall we eat, or what shall we drink, or with what shall we be clothed? For all these things the Gentiles eagerly seek, for your heavenly Father knows that you need all th these things. Okay, now listen to these, this. But seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things shall be added to you. Now here's, here's the key right here. Therefore, do not be anxious for tomorrow, for tomorrow will, will care for itself. Each day has enough trouble of its own. Each day has enough trouble of, of our own. So you've got a hard task to do. What is, what is one thing you absolutely hate doing, but you got to do? Mowing the grass. Mowing the grass. Even on a zero turn? Yeah. Okay. All right. Laundry. Okay. All right. Hate doing the laundry. What else? What else task? Cleaning out the guinea pig cage. Another task. Homework. Homework. All right. Okay. Okay. There's just things that there's just things that you have to do because you have to do them. Right. You just have to do them. They're not always fun. All right. Uh, I guarantee you, I didn't enjoy getting up and going to work 
every single day of my life, all right, that I got up and went to work, all right? There's some days I enjoy getting I'm going to work. The other days are just a pain, all right? There's trouble that we all have today, all right? Um, you may think, Ugh, I got to watch my little sister tonight, okay? I got I to gotta take care of my little brother. I got to, how many guys got baby, baby brothers or baby sisters at the house? You ever have to change your diapers? Do you guys ever do that? Yeah? You do? All right. Is that fun? No, that's no fun. All right. But you got to do it. All right. So here's the deal. We all have, our Lord says, he says, he says, each day has enough trouble of its own. If you don't do the thing that's hard today and you put it off tomorrow, what have you added to tomorrow? Well, it might, it might not, based on, but, it, but if you've got trouble today, and tomorrow's going to have its, our Lord says, each day has its own trouble, and tomorrow has its own trouble. If you take your trouble from today, and you stack it on tomorrow, what do you got? More trouble. More trouble, okay? If, just because something is a thorn today, it's a pain, doesn't make it a rose tomorrow. If it's still a bad thing to do, if it's, it's a bad thing to do today, it's still going to be a bad thing to do tomorrow. And it might be even harder. If you've got to cut the grass and you don't do it today, what's it going to be tomorrow? More. Taller. It's going to be more. If you don't clean your room today, okay, what's it going to be? Is it going to be better or easier tomorrow? Harder, okay? If you... If you don't do your, if you got a, a six-page essay due on Friday and you don't do a piece of it through the week and you wait till Thursday to get it done, what's it going to be? Yeah, more homework plus that. More homework plus that. It gets harder, all right? Even our Lord said, today's trouble is today's trouble. Worry about today, today, okay? Tomorrow has its own troubles. Don't borrow trouble tomorrow for today, but by the opposite is also true. Don't put today's trouble onto tomorrow. It's just because you don't like the job, you're stuck with the chore you got stuck with. Get it done, all right? There's an, there's a, an admiral, admiral in the Navy who was giving a commencement dress uh, to a college. And you know what he said? The very first thing you should do every day? Make your bed. This is an admiral in the Navy said the very first thing you should do is get up, Turn your, alarm off, turn your alarm off, get up, get out of bed, and make your bed. And they asked him why. He said, because you immediately have accomplished a task. It is done. It, you look at it, and it looks good. And then tonight, when you go get in it, it is in a wrinkled mess, all right? You immediately have a little bit of success. Now, making a bed is not a big deal, all right? I mean, it's not life-changing. There's nobody that's going to die from not making their bed, all right? But it sets yourself up with an attitude of doing something and accomplishing something, all right? You get in the habit of doing your chores and getting them done. It makes for success, all right? Does it make it easier to get along with your parents if you've done all your chores? Absolutely, all right? Okay? And so when it comes time to ask for something, hey, can I go rollerblading? Can I go play hockey? Can I go to this game, okay? And the parents don't have to look at you and say, well, you didn't do anything around the house today. You didn't help anything. You didn't do anything. It's, your room's still a mess, all right? Don't push off to tomorrow what you can do today, all right? Uh, let's, look at, let's look at Joshua. Let's go to the Old Testament. 
Joshua chapter 3. What's after Joshua? What's before Joshua? Deuteronomy. All right. So Joshua chapter 3. We'll start in verse 11. Everybody there? It says, Behold, the ark of the covenant of the Lord of all the earth is crossing over ahead of you into Jordan. Now then, take yourselves, twelve men from the tribes of Israel, one man for each tribe. It shall come about that when the soles of the feet of the priests who carry the ark of, ark of the Lord, the Lord of all the earth, shall rest in the waters of the Jordan, and the waters of the Jordan shall be cut off, and the waters which are flowing down from above shall stand in one heap. So it came about that when the people set out from their tents to cross the Jordan with the priests carrying the Ark of the Covenant before the people, and when those who were carrying the Ark came to the Jordan and the feet of the priests carrying the Ark dipped into the edge of the water, for the Jordan overflows all its banks in the days of harvest, so it was flood season, and the waters which were flowing down from above stood and rose up in one heap a great distance away at Adam, and a city that was beside Zarethan, and those which were flowing down from the sea of Africa and the Salt Sea were completely cut off, so the people crossed on the opposite side of Jericho. So, God's got, them, God's got the people of Israel crossing the Jordan River, right? Jordan River's in a complete flood stage, all right? So it's water's up. You know what it looks like to look at? How many of you guys seen the Merrimack when it's a flood stage? All right, Mississippi when it's a flood stage. It's out, it's big, it's wide, it's deep, it's moving, it's rolling, all right? Also pretty muddy looking, all right? So he tells them they're going to cross the Jordan, all right? When does, when does the Lord part the waters and stop the water? At what point does he do that? What takes place? Look at verse 13. And it came about that when the When the feet of the priest did what? Touch the, Touch the water. Then what happened? Okay. Did he stop the water? Did he stop the flood, the river rolling, before, while they're all still in their tents, hanging around, maybe finishing up breakfast, you know, uh, finishing a piece of lamb or whatever they were eating that morning for breakfast, okay? Did he stop the water, and they all stepped out and they looked, oh, hey, it's all stopped, we can cross, okay? When did it stop? As soon as they stepped out into it. So what did the Lord expect them to do? Trust them. Be obedient. Do their, what they were told to do. And then he would provide for them. Okay. Then he would. Okay. So how many times have you said, oh, my gosh, I'm just exhausted. I am too tired to do this. Okay. And you say, Lord, give me help, give me strength, help me to do this task. But then you go sit down and you turn on the TV, waiting for that strength to show up. Okay. Well, when I, when I feel like it, I'll get up and get it done. All right. Why would you expect the Lord to give you the strength to do something if you're going to go sit down and, and not Try to do what he's what you're supposed to do. All right, so you're supposed to do you're supposed to do your math homework, right? Okay, you're supposed to be. So let me ask you this: I got a job. 
I provide for my family. I work, Mrs. Graff works, all right. I told my boys they have one job other than their chores. Can you think of what it was? What were they responsible to do every day? Well, that would be good. That didn't happen. Okay. Um, what, what do you guys all do from September to June? School. School. Okay. okay. That's your job. Okay. That's your task. All right. You ha you have a task, a job to do. All right. So, if your if your if your job, your task is school because you're not working for IBM, you're not working for uh, Chrysler. Okay, or GM, you're not, you're not printing down 40 hours a week at a job. Your job is school, okay, so you can grow up and get strong and be smart and go get a good job, all right? But right now, your job's school. So part of that is doing your homework, right? Doing your tasks, doing, doing your papers. If you're, you're going to be lazy and, and, and just, uh, I, gotta, I got this paper, I got to write, I just don't feel like even starting it tonight, all right? Lord, help me do it. Help me, help me get this paper started. Help me get going. But then you go sit down and you watch TV. How on earth are you ever going to, you're never going to get the strength to do it. You, there's sometimes you just got to start, okay? You just got to pick up the paper, pick up the pencil, and start working. You can't expect the Lord to bless you and give you energy and strength to do something you're not willing to try, all right? Um, turn to Second Kings, chapter four. Second Kings, chapter four. You guys all know this story, the story of the widow with the oil. So Second Kings, chapter four, verse one. Now a certain woman of the wives of the sons of the prophets cried to Elijah, "My, your servant, my husband is dead." So she's a widower, widow, widow, excuse me, a widow, and you know. And you know that your servant feared the Lord, and the creditor has come to take my two children to be his slaves. So this lady's poor, her husband's, husband's dead. And Elijah said to her, what shall I do for you? Tell me, what do you have in your house? She said, your maidservant has nothing in the house except a jar of oil. Man, that's poor. Okay, all she has is a jar of oil. Then he said, go borrow vessels at large from your neighbor, from all your neighbors, even empty vessels, and do not get a few. So she's supposed to get a lot of big jars, all right? Now you think about what these look like back in the old days. These are big jars, all right? And then you go in and shut the door behind you and your sons, and you pour out into all the vessels, and you shall set aside what is full. She, so she went, went from him, shut the door behind her, and her sons, they were bringing the vessels to her, and she poured. And it came about, the vessels were full, that she said to her sons, bring me another vessel. And he said to her, there's not one vessel more, and the oil stopped. Then she came to the old, to, and told the man of God, and he said, go, sell the oil, and pay your debt, that you and your sons can live and rest. When did, when did the jars of oil get full? She had all these empty jars, her sons were bringing all these empty jars into the house. At what point did they get full? What did she have to do? She had to pour the oil into it. She had to do something. She had, she had to actively participate and be a part and do it. She, she just didn't bring the jars in and stand back and say, okay, fill them up. 
they're full, good, all right? The Lord expected her to act in faith, which meant work, do something, work, be involved, all right? Turn, turn to Luke, chapter 17. That's Matthew, Mark, Luke, John. Chap, chapter 17, verse 11. You guys know this story, too. Chapter 17, Gospel of Luke, verse 11. And it came about while he was on his way to Jerusalem, he was passing between Samaria and Galilee. And as he entered a certain village, ten leprous men who stood at, the distance, met, at a distance met him. And they raised their voice in, in saying, Jesus, Master, have mercy on us. And he saw them, and he said to them, Go and show yourselves to the priest. And it came about that, that as they were going, they were cleansed. Now one, now one of them, when he saw that he had been healed, turned back, glorifying God with a loud voice. All right. At what point were they healed? When they were walking back. When they were walking back. Could our Lord have just as easily healed them at that moment? Absolutely. God, Jesus is God. He can do anything he wants. All right. He has a miraculous ability to heal instantly on the spot. And he did that a lot of times, all right? But what do you expect these guys to do? Work, turn, act on, act on what they've been told and, and do something, all right? All right. We, you gotta, you gotta act on what's been going on, all right? You gotta act, if you've been instructed to do your homework, start on it, all right? Uh, let's see. Um, God gives us the boundaries of 24 hours, all right? You have today, all right? You don't have tomorrow, you have today. No, well, no unwelcome task becomes less unwelcome by putting it off tomorrow. Mowing the grass isn't any more fun tomorrow than it is today because it's tomorrow. It's still pain tomorrow. It's still hot, still sweaty. Adam and I are pouring concrete um, Friday, tired, hot, and sweaty. Just if I had to put off order in the concrete till Saturday, it has still been just as much work, still been just as tiring, okay? But it's got to get done, right? You got to change the oil in your car, okay? How many of you guys have changed the oil in your car? Anybody change the oil in your car? You change the oil? What's, what's one thing that's going to happen? What? You're going to get messy. You're going to get oil on your hands, on the ground, okay? Um, if the engine's been running, what is it? It's going to be hot. Is that fun? No. All right. Okay. But if, if you don't change the oil in your engine, what happens? You'll get clogged and funky. The lifeblood of, of, a, of a gas engine or diesel engine is its oil. Okay. So if you don't change the oil in it and you're lazy, all right, it says every 7,000 miles you're supposed to change your oil. Ah, I'll get it down the road. Okay. It's, it's too hot out. Okay, it's too messy, all right? What happens? Eventually, if you keep that attitude up, eventually you're gonna blow up the engine in your car, now you're not for, not, yeah, now you're not gonna have something to get to work, all right? Okay, the Lord provides the strength for today, today, but you gotta act on it, all right? Uh, let's see, where are we at? Okay, I have a thought here. It says the inner procrastinator. Now, how many guys are, how many, how many would admit that they procrastinate? All right, I will, okay? Uh, Paul said he was the chief of sinners. I would probably admit that I am chief 
procrastinator, all right? Um, my first, first real big job I had was working in a grocery store. I started after school at five o'clock in the evening, all right? I would walk in at, at the job at 4.59. I lived two blocks from work, all right? I'd walk to work and I'd still manage to walk in at 4.59. And my boss would just shake his head and like, are you kidding me? You can't get here five, 10 minutes early, okay? Just putting it off, all right? Um, putting off tasks. Um, the problem with that is you don't see tomorrow clearly enough, right? You think tomorrow is a better day, okay? Um, it's, it's not, okay? Today's nap ends up with a field that's not been, been plowed, okay? Which results in nothing to eat down the road. So you don't see tomorrow clearly enough. If you truly had a true vision of what tomorrow looked like, you, we wouldn't do the things we do. We wouldn't always procrastinate. If you could clearly see what Thursday night would look like as you're sitting up trying to finish a six-page paper, you wouldn't put it off Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, okay? You'd do a piece of it along the way. The problem is we don't, we don't look at things clearly enough. We always think everything's gonna be rosy and better tomorrow. Well, tomorrow, scripture already says, tomorrow has enough problems of its own, okay? So the idea is, if there's a thorn in your life, then just get a hold of it and work at it, all right? It's better to accomplish uh, a hard task today, all right, and get it done. How do you, how do you, how do you feel after you've done a, a really hard task and it's done and it's accomplished? You feel good, all right? So you've cut the grass, you had the zero turn out, you, you're cutting the grass, when you're done, you pull the zero turn up to the garage, and you look back and you look at the yard, what do you think? Cool. Cool, nice job, all right? It looks good, it's done, all right? You feel, yeah, absolutely, you, 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 you feel like you've accomplished tasks, all right? But all that kind of vanishes if you've put it off, put it off, put it off, put it off, and you've now let the yard get about this tall and you're driving a zero turn around and you finally get done and you think, what an idiot. I should have done this w days ago. I should have done it weeks ago, okay? Yeah. When you get too tall, you have to put the deck up and then it's not lower. How many times you got to cut it? Two times. Two or, two or three times, just more work, all right? Procrastination ends up in more work, all right? So, we're about done. So let's, let's tell you what. Any, any prayer requests? Anything going on? You guys need to pray about? Yeah. This week is my aunt's wedding. This week is your aunt's wedding? Um, yeah. Are you going? Okay, cool. Good. All right. What else? My dad has Lyme disease. Your dad has Lyme disease? Okay. How long has he had this? A few weeks. A few weeks. Okay. How's he doing? Okay. He's okay? All right. Okay. Anything else? You're going to Six Flags today. Your dad's going to a family reunion. Are you all going with him? No, he's just going, so it's his family. Okay, so he's going to see his family? Okay, all right. Yeah, there's not much you can do for cracked ribs, you know. You just kind of maybe to wrap them up, but that's, it's painful, it's painful to breathe. Hold, hold your grandpa. Okay, all right, okay, so, okay. So he's probably not too happy either, okay, yeah, okay, 
All right, anything else? All right, why don't we pray, all right? Father, we thank you for today. We thank you that uh, you designed us to be creatures of work. Uh, you've, you had Adam working in the garden uh, before sin. Lord, you, you tasked him with the task of caring for the garden. Help us to be uh, those that work well before you, Lord. Lord, you've heard the request of, of us this morning, Lord, here, whether it's um, dad being sick, grandpa falling, traveling, weddings, Lord. All these things are important to us, and all these things are well within your sight, Lord. Nothing has caught you by surprise, nor will it catch you by surprise. And Lord, there's no task that's any harder for you or easier. It's all the same, uh, whether it's healing, parting the Red Sea, traveling mercies, it's all, Lord, uh, in your hand, and you are, you are capable. You, are the, you yourself describe yourself as the great I am. You are sufficient, Lord, for all things. We trust you. We love you. We ask you to bless our rest of the day. Uh, may we be good witnesses and, and light and salt to a lost and dying world around us. Uh, help us to love one another and care for one another and be kind to one another, uh, gentle of speech, and slow to anger. Uh, we love you, Lord, and we ask this in your name. Amen. Amen. All right. You guys have a great day. Have a good week.